This episode of Life's a Garden is brought to you by the Look of the Irish. It's St. Patrick's Day week. And as someone of Irish descent, one of my favorite holidays. Basically a day to just get together with a group of your friends, have some fun, represent the shamrock, and get fucked up. So make sure you go out, have fun, celebrate the country of Ireland, but most importantly, stay safe and do not drink and drive. Now, let's get into the episode. Grab your whiskey, guys. It's episode 40 of Life's a Garden. Danny boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling from glen to glen and down the mountainside. Welcome back to Life's a Garden and a happy St. Patrick's Day to all my laddies and lassies out there. But we're all a little Irish on St. Patrick's Day, right? I was always kind of funny that, uh, St. Patrick's Day kind of just became a drinking holiday, much like Cinco de Mayo, and uh, I'm sure there's a few others out there, but like Cinco de Mayo is supposed to be the celebration of uh, Mexican independence, but it's basically just become this large drinking holiday, much like St. Patrick's Day. Of course, St. Patrick's Day uh, originally was the celebration of the patron Saint Patrick, who drove the snakes out of Ireland, which I can't remember what the metaphor for the snakes was. I want to say it was like the non-Christians or something like that, or the Druids, maybe. I don't remember. I tried to look it up, but I can't read for shit. So I, I started reading and I was like, nope, forget it. So if you remember, let me know, because I can't remember. I think it was the Druids. But now it's basically, you know, the, the holiday of St. Patrick's Day has basically become... A celebration of the Irish culture and of the Irish people, which is awesome, honestly. Like, as someone who's Irish, very fun to... Well, I'm not Irish, but I'm of Irish descent. So, uh, very fun to celebrate and just, you know, rock the shamrocks and and wear the green and just represent. It's a lot of fun. So, I, I always have a good time with that. And uh, you know where I'm going to be on St. Patrick's Day, if you... Didn't already guess it. I'm going to be down at Hooligan Sports Bar with probably the rest of the of the city because that's the Irish pub. I'm going to get down there early because you know it's going to be packed. There's a lot, you know, everywhere's doing Irish parties, but that's the place to go. And if I don't have a seat waiting for me, I'm going to be mad. I got to be there. Um... So yeah, if you're looking for me on St. Patrick's Day, that's where you're going to find me. Now, here's the thing. I was thinking about this. There's a level to the drinks you have to consume in order to consider yourself an honorary Irishman for the day, okay? I thought about this because I I was trying to think of all the things I'm going to drink just to have fun with it, you know what I mean? So here are the levels, okay? For any of you out there who want to be an honorary Irishman 
follow these steps. So we'll start you off easy, okay? You got to have a green beer. Pretty typical. You have whatever, you know, I don't know which beer. They usually have like Bud Light or something like that. That's the green beer. But you got to get the big glass with the freaking handle on it. So you got to do that with the green beer. Then we'll step you up a notch. You got to do a shot of either Jameson or Proper 12. Some Irish whiskey. Get yourself a shot of Irish whiskey. Okay, not too hard so far. Feeling a little buzz now. Starting to feel it. Step three. We got to ramp it. We're going to ramp it up a little bit. Uh, A pint of Guinness. So now we're getting into that Irish beer. Dark Irish beer. Not my favorite. But I'll still drink it. So you got to have a pint of Guinness. And Guinness comes in in the curvy glass. Now we're starting to get a little sluggish, right? It's starting to kick, you know, we're starting to, uh, so we got to get a little energy in you. Step four, Irish trash can, which I don't honestly even know what's all in an Irish trash can. Obviously, I'm pretty sure there's some whiskey in there, but it's Red Bull and some other stuff. And that'll get you nice and juiced up again. And we're going to top it off with number five, Irish Car Bomb. Which, if you're not familiar with, is a half a glass of Guinness, and then a shot, half Irish whiskey, half uh, Bailey's Irish Cream. You drop that sucker in there, and you have to guzzle it quick, because that shit curdles, and it gets nasty if you just let it sit. I remember one time I was at Hooligans, and I saw these two dudes... Take a fucking Irish car bomb, and they both just go, they drop it in, and they keep chatting with each other. And I'm like, these guys have never done one of these. And they're sitting there for a second, they keep talking, and then they go to drink them, and I just see their faces go. I'm like, yeah, duh. And it's kind of gross because you know that's curdling in your stomach. (laughs) So drink that shit fast, but you gotta do it. That's number five. On the list, and if you can't complete it, you're not an honorary Irishman. I'm sorry. And if you can do all five of those on the hour, every hour, then you're a real Irish person. <laughs> and if you can walk home, then yeah, you you you're definitely a real Irish person. <laughs> I know I can't do that. That's what makes me not a real Irish person. I'm just a descendant. So yeah. If you uh, if you catch me out there at Hooligans, make sure to kiss me, cause that's good luck. Kiss me, I'm Irish, and hey, you never know. Maybe you'll get a little lucky. Maybe you'll find the pot at the end of the rainbow. If you know what I'm saying. Maybe I should, maybe I should tattoo my dick and balls to be. I'll, I'll tattoo. I'll t- tattoo my dick. To be the a rainbow, and I'll just like tattoo my balls to be a pot of gold. What do you think? And then my and then that analogy will work. <laughs> that I'll uh, I'll dye my my uh, bush white to resemble clouds to where the rainbow shooting out. What do you think? <laughs> Find the pot at the end of the rainbow, ladies. Jeez. <laughs> um. 
I think, God, that's a good idea I just came up with right there, right? I think I'll actually do That'll be my first tattoo, huh? What do you think? Um, also, hey, happy anniversary. Happy one-year anniversary to being fucking shut down. To locking the country down. Because I specifically remember the last time I went out before shutdown was it wasn't on st patrick's day but it was like the it was the 14th or something it was the weekend right before st patrick's day because me and uh my buddy went out we were you know drinking the green beers and doing the the five rounds doing all five to to get that honorary status and dude it fucking that the next day everything shut down so happy anniversary to to the lockdown huh <laughs> um yeah I have a theory. Well, first of all, let me just say this. Let me just round off that part by saying if you want to catch me down, if you want if you want to fucking come hang out, we'll be down at Hooligans freaking drinking all the drinks and just getting all kinds of play, damn it. Can't play too much of that or they'll flag me. Bastards. Anyway, I have a theory, okay? I have a theory that Irish people are immune to COVID because, well, first of all, I haven't gotten it. I don't know any Irish people who have gotten it. And if they did, they fought it off relatively easily. From what I can tell. I'm sure there have been plenty of Irish people who've, who have died from COVID. But, hear me out. Here's my theory. The Irish are a goddamn resilient group of people. We, we're basically born with alcohol in our blood. So therefore, any, any virus that gets in automatically gets sterilized by the alcohol that's in our blood. We, the Irish people, essentially, have eaten, like, hearty and, like, basically shit for the last, you know, forever. The people damn near went extinct because they couldn't eat potatoes. The Great Irish Potato Famine? There weren't potatoes available, so they almost starved because that's all these people ate. That's a resilient people. And then you got like corned beef and cabbage, which sounds horrible. And don't get me wrong. It's not that great. Corned beef is awesome. Cabbage, eh. It's just like a fucking quartered out piece of cabbage just sitting on your plate. I'll, I'll, I'll live without that. But, uh, yeah, freaking ate like just the worst stuff for you. And we survived all this time. Uh essentially have been slaves forever to the english like we were this we were slaves to the english for so long i you know obviously i'm not brushed up on my irish history so i I couldn't give you any dates but then the badass irish ira come out and they fight for irish independence and they got most of it but even still like 
North Ireland is slave, not slave, but their, you know, their territory to the English. And make no, make no assumption about it, the Irish were indentured servants and slaves to the English, you know, back in the, back in the day. And then we came over here and we were slaves to, to the mob. You know, essentially, we were basically working for the mob as underhand. So we've basically just been a, a, a slave people for our entire existence, essentially. And we're still kicking, baby. A resilient people. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, we don't... The coronavirus ain't got nothing on us. Let's just put it that way. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, they just came out about how the crown is racist and all this stuff. Well, about fucking time. Hey, did you had had you heard? The Irish have been their fucking slaves forever. And we're just now talking about how the how the uh English and Britain have are are racist. Okay, hey, fuck England. The cancel culture moves on. Now England's getting canceled. The crown is gonna get canceled, right? Oh, and by the way, let's let's make something clear, okay? As a fellow descendant of the Irish people. If we're going to cancel all these other things, wh why not the, the fighting Irish? Wh huh? That's a horrible representation of my people. We're not all fighting. What are you making an assumption that we're all fighters? The, the Lucky Charms. Hey, I want fucking Lucky Charms off the shelves. Turn my culture into a cereal turn my culture into a a little cartoon imp that sells cereal no you're not going to disrespect my culture like that the boston celtics hey it's celtic you've been butchering the name of my people for how long now? And we're just going to stand by and accept this like it's okay? Uh-uh. To me, from now on, the Celtics are known as the Boston basketball team, okay? I am tired of these injustices to my people. <laughs> Let's be very clear right now. Okay, okay, first of all, how far off are we actually from that being reality? Based on what I've seen lately, not that far, okay? Just watch. They're going to be coming for, the, for all the Irish mascots. They're going to fucking take down the Vikings. Oh, the Vikings, they raped and pillaged and ugh, savage people. How are we going to represent them? The Patriots? How the fuck are the New England Patriots even still a team by now with, with all the canceling? How is that even possible, right? Like, as if patriotism is so bad. 
But for real, how far off are we from from the cancel culture trying to just remove all the Irish uh, sports teams and, and whatnot? Jesus. Mick is my word. You can't say that. That's my word. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you right now, for real, if that ever happened, if... If cancel culture decided they were going to come after all the Irish mascots and all, you know, Lucky Charms cereal and all this shit, the Irish would be furious. They don't give a fuck. They love that shit. The more celebration, you know, that's what St. Patrick's Day is, is to celebrate the Irish. And all that stuff is a celebration of the Irish. They love that shit. There would be an all-out war, I'm telling you. It would be the war between the red hairs and the blue hairs of the cancel culture. All the blue-haired white bitches who want to speak up for all the other cultures, even though uh, they aren't part of that culture. The redheads versus the blueheads. The almighty war. Jeez. For real, though. They wouldn't put up with that. And it is it is funny that the Celtics are called the Celtics. It's it's Celtics. So I don't know how that ever happened. But I ain't gonna ban them for it. I don't give a fuck. I love it. Keep them going. Make more of them for all I care. And yeah, we are fighting. We are the fighting Irish. And guess what? We'll fight you. We'll fight you with our heels a-clicking. Lassie. Let it. And we'll do it while drunk. Because we're always drunk. Jeez. But anyway, for real though. Go out, celebrate the great culture of Ireland. Have a drink on me. Not on me. No, I'm not buying all those drinks. Have a drink with me. How about that? Oh, God. That was fun. Anyway, what else we got going? Uh, okay, so check this out. Uh, back to HBO Max. Okay? HBO Max, can't say enough good things about it. I love it. Um, they just put out the Rocky series on there. So I started watching, which is crazy. It's crazy that th- that even just got put on. I was just saying I wanted to start watching all of them. Because I hadn't seen them in a long time. So I, I started watching the Rocky series. And I gotta tell you, I honestly don't think I've ever seen Rocky 1. I remember like bits and pieces. I must have seen it a long time ago. But I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing all the way through. And from what I... You know, here's here's my... Uh, my reaction to seeing Rocky 1. Basically for the first time, Okay. Great movie. I mean, for what for the time, it was great. There's a lot of cringy dialogue in this movie, okay? The fighting... And I, I've gotten through Rocky 2. I've seen Rocky 4 and 5 multiple times. Rocky 3, I've seen bits and... You know, I, again, I don't remember a lot of it. But 1 and 2, I don't remember as closely. The fighting is just the worst like what were they thinking had they ever seen a boxing match ever 
literally no defense. They're just like Rocky's literally just doing this and getting like haymakered on. And he's not even like trying to defend himself. Same with Apollo Creed when Rocky's throwing bombs. It's just basically haymaker after haymaker getting thrown. Any real boxer would be like on the mat dead after the amount of shots that either of those guys took. And then like it's never back and forth. It's just like one guy's just bombing on the other and then the other guy comes back and is bombing on the next. It's never like any bobbing and weaving and transferring. Just the the combat of it, not very good, okay? But the um, the dialogue is just rough to listen to. And I had to really, like, put it in my head, like, okay, remember, this movie came out in, like, the 80s? Yeah, 80s, 70s, I don't know. It was, like, the late 80s, or the early 80s, if I remember right. So the dialogue was different. Very greasery, very like... Because, you know, Rocky's walking around. Hey, you know, uh, I was going to go to the gym and uh, spar with Mickey, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, and then maybe I was going to go talk to Adrian after, you know. Just like, you know, you know. Yeah, I know, Rocky. I, know, I, I get it, I get it. And like, when he, anytime he's like talking to Adrian... I, I can't tell if this was very good or very bad as far as, like, the acting aspect of it because he acts very, I don't know. He always acts different around Adrian, and I don't know if that's good acting because, like, you're with the girl you have a crush on, so you act a little bit spazzy and act a little bit goofy and shy almost. Like, she gets shy, but goddamn, there's one scene... And I, I seriously had to pause and, like, collect myself three to four times during this scene. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. It's pretty <laughs> cringy. So Rocky invites Adrian back to his house after their first date. And he's like, hey, you want to come on in? And she's like, no. Like, I don't think I should. And he's like, ah, oh, come on. Get on. Come on in. And she's like... I really, I really don't think I should. Hey, come on, come on. What, what are you afraid? What are you afraid? And finally she comes in. And she's like standing there very uncomfortable. She's just, like, you can tell she's just so uncomfortable. He's like trying to make small talk, very awkward small talk with her, like to make her comfortable. He's all taking his shirt off. He's wearing his wife beater. He sits down on the couch. He's like, hey, Adrian, you want to come sit down next to me? And she's like, no, I I, I, I really shouldn't. And he's like, hey, come on, get, be comfortable. Come on, sit down. And she goes, no, I I think I should go. And he gets up and he, he all, hey, don't go. And he like puts his hand, she's like trying to leave. And he puts his hand on the door like, please don't go. <laughs> so it's like already super weird. Don't worry, it's not a big deal, because, like, it's not rape, he doesn't rape her, he's not, like, forcing himself upon, well, he kind of is, but she ends up marrying the guy, she's, she's in love with him, too, so it's okay, guys, cancel culture, don't cancel Rocky, but anyway, he puts his hand on the door, and he's like, hey, uh, do me a favor, take those glasses off, you got pretty eyes. Do me another favor. Take your hat off. 
I always knew you were beautiful. And she's all, don't tease me, Rocky. And he goes, I ain't teasing you. I want to kiss you. Yo, God, kiss me back. But I want to kiss you. <laughs> oh, God, I've been saying it ever since. <laughs> I go up to my friends at work. I'm like, hey, I want to kiss you. It's just so fucking cringy. Oh, man. That's what people are going to be saying to me at Hooligans. All the dudes are going to be coming up. Hey, yo. I want to kiss you. <laughs> I want that luck. You know, luck of the Irish. I want to kiss you. You got to kiss me back. God damn. Cringy. Nonetheless. Great movies, though. I mean, ultimately, like, like I said, the combat in them are a little hit or miss. But, like, watch a boxing movie now. Like, the Creed movies, fantastic. Very well done. But, you know, it's just a product of its time. Dialogue-wise, culture-wise, everything, you know. It's just a product of its time. And so, they didn't really know how to do, like, a boxing match in a, in a, in a movie, really. So, ultimately, still great movies. I'm going to finish them out. I, I got three up next. So, I'm rocking through those. I'm rocking through those. Uh, also, just watched something very exciting. And you knew it was coming. If you already know it's... Well, you probably don't know. But I couldn't help myself but talk about it, okay? New episode of Congratulations Podcast, my guys. Woo! Crystalia, baby. Finally put out a podcast. Oh, wait. Hey. Did I not say that? Did I not predict that? Mystic Dak coming back. Coming back. I, I literally said it'll be middle of March. And it's uh, middle of March. I am too good. If only I could predict UFC fights, I might make some money. If you didn't see before, I, I won all my... I won all the UFC fights that I, I bet on, except the last one, and it came down to decision. So I didn't win my money, because I had to put it on a parlay. Oh, well. Um, still fun fights, though. But anyway, yeah, Chris is back. Uh, it, was a, it was a good episode, at least for you know it being his first time back in six months. He did say he's going to start a Patreon. I'm all on board. I'll, I'll get down on that. But, man, it was... <sighs> Honestly, it made me think. I, I, it was crazy to watch him back doing the podcast. Because that's the podcast. Like, this is honest. This is totally for real. And this is a big reason why I'm just a big fan of his. And why I love that podcast so much. That's the podcast that basically made me want to make my own podcast. Like, he's the one who... Like, I really tried to emulate in the beginning, of for sure. Like, if you go back and watch the first, you know, five or six solo episodes, I'm, like, basically trying to mirror Dalia. And so, 
he was the biggest inspiration I had to making this podcast. Now, don't get me wrong. I have so many others. Joe Rogan was the first podcast I ever listened to. Like though he was the podcast that started them all. And the thing is he, Joe Rogan's the one who introduced me to guys like Crystalia and Tom Segura and all these other just like great comics and great, um, podcasters. So he opened the Joe Rogan opened the door to all these podcasters to me. And Dalia was the first one that I really got hooked on. And he, in fact, Dalia is the only congratulations is the only podcast that I've listened to every single episode of. I can't like two bears, one cave. I started listening to two bears, one cave when it first came out. And I, I think I, I, I skipped one episode and it's the episode with Whitney Cummings because, uh, fuck that bitch. I think I, I'm pretty sure I skipped that episode or at least maybe only watched half of it, but I've never halved any of the congratulations episodes. These are the only podcast I've listened to all of them. I mean, look back here. I mean, you can't really see it. It's cut out of the, out of the frame, but there's a reason those guys are up there. Like these are my inspirations, man. I, I try and be like these guys so much in so many ways. And I, and I don't want to be, be them, but I want to be like them. You know what I mean? Like I want the, every comedian is charismatic and witty. I wish I had like that wit that they have, you know, just that off the cuff. So easy to, to just come up with shit. Um, but like you see a lot of what they do in my work. Like, Dalia with with the solo episodes. I try and be, like, quick-witted and funny like Dalia. At the same time, I want to be, like, sentimental and, like, eye-opening like Theo Vaughn. And I want to be, you know, worldly and cultural and, like, like, like guys like, you know, Tim Dillon or... Or, or Joe, Joey Diaz, you know? And, and when I do the guest podcast, I want to be like a Joe Rogan, you know? So I take things from each of these guys, not just in the way I present myself, but in the way I produce my stuff, in the way that I promote my stuff, just with the, the little resources I have. So it's, it was awesome to see him back. One of my inspirations in the podcast world. And... Uh, Another thing that got me thinking about too, though, with him, because he talked a lot about, you know, his situation and you can tell it really took, took a lot out of him. Just all this negative energy going his way and it really fucked him up. Depression, um, just, just being a broken person. And that got me thinking about fame. And how, I you know, I think it's pretty typical for almost anybody to, you know, dream of fame and wanting to be famous. I know I was. I And in some ways, I still kind of am, you know. I still kind of dream of that in, in certain ways. Not as much as I did when I was a kid. I think... I think when we're all kids, we think, oh man, that'd be so great to be on TV or to make movies and be an actor or be on stage and be a singer, anything like that, you know? But, you know, fame is a fickle friend, Harry. Fame is, 
is not all it's not all it's cracked out to be. Can you like cuz can you imagine? And I've thought about this more than recently. <coughs> also, I've been dealing with allergies lately. It's not COVID because I'm Irish. Okay? I've been all I've been all congested, stuffed up and like when I when I get congested during allergy season, I sl- you know, I breathe through my mouth and so my throat gets dry and therefore I have a sore throat and I cough. And so everybody's like, "Make sure it's not COVID." I'm like, "No, it's fucking allergy season. I don't get COVID. I'm Irish." Okay? Anyway, fame. But yeah, fame. So it's like I've thought a lot about this. Think about guys, like think about people who are just absurdly famous. You know, the guy Justin Justin Bieber. You know, he he came to Billings, and within I don't know five minutes of him being here, everybody in town fucking knew about it. In Billings, Montana, can't even hide out here. If you're that famous, if you're like a just think about being like a Barack Obama or a fucking uh, Madonna or like a Beyonce or a Robert Downey Jr. Can you imagine being like that famous that you can't go anywhere? So you're basically like you're either always at home or when you're out, you're surrounded by security. Is that really a life worth living where you can't even like go out to your... Just go drive around without people taking pictures of you or, like, stopping you with their cameras and, like, trying to ask you questions. Like, fame is great in some ways where, like, you... Okay. Here's all the things I would desire about fame now, currently in my life. Because, of course, you know, it is still a dream to make the band thing a reality and make that... Be be big, you know, selling records and being popular and going on tour, <coughs> things like that. Well, here, okay, here's the things that I would desire out of fame. Obviously, like money being, and and when it comes to money for me, it's never been about you know, the ability to purchase whatever I want or to just have as much money and be like all that. It's been, it's always been about comfort, you know, no having that comfort of no matter what happens to me, no matter what, you know, circumstance comes my way, I will be okay. That's where wealth you know that's what wealth means to me any at least so with fame comes wealth and there's four comes security so that would be one of my you know upsides to to being famous the other thing is legacy i very often you know contemplate death and like just thinking about like if i die that's another thing too about wealth though is if you die, at least you have something to pass on to your family. And, like, there's there's comfort in, in the mind. Not only of, like, comfort in your life, but 
knowing that if something happens to you, you know, your family will be taken care of. But <clears throat> legacy too. It's like it when it comes to death, I think a lot about how like, you know, if I died tomorrow, yeah, you know, there's going to be a, a a decent amount of people who who mourn me and miss me and, you know, think you know, I'm I'm forever in their memory and I'm forever in their thoughts. And I know this because of course I have people who are like that to me. So, you know, you're going to have those people. But then there's also that, you know, that immortality of of the legacy where it's like you know, we talk about guys like Abraham Lincoln. We talk about guys like Albert Einstein. You know, famous people who will no matter what forever be known. Like, they will never die. Because the people who whose memories are close to them have long passed. But, like, I don't know those guys. I don't know any of these, like, famous people who have passed <clears throat> beyond, you know, long long ago yet we know them because they made a legacy so there is something to that where like you know there's there's certainly famous people who aren't like astronomically famous that people still know and will remember forever and at least they're they're like even if people don't remember them necessarily at like for who they are it's not always about that either okay i just want to make that clear it's about like like think about music too. In a lot of bands, you know, you might not you like you might remember the singer or you might remember the guitar player, but you might not necessarily remember some of the like lesser known guys or even like the producers of of songs. But those songs are a a stamp in time that like will forever exist. So that's kind of where, you know, that's honestly more where I stand on the legacy aspect of it. Where it's like, even if I'm dead, my music will live on forever kind of thing. You know, people will listen to my music, you know, years from now who have never even met me. Like, that's the legacy I want to leave. And the podcast too, you know, like, in some ways the podcast is a little bit of a journal for me. Where like, when I'm dead and gone... I hope this will stand as a as you know something people can look back on and say that's the person he was. That's the kind of guy he was. Or like still learn things from the podcast in some ways. And yeah, so but of course there's always you know there's there's and to me there's way more downsides to to fame than there are upsides. Those are the upsides and those are great upsides to me. You know, I'm all for it. But the downsides are, you know, you can't go anywhere. People are always bothering you. You know, there's always the fear of, you know, being threatened, being murdered. And then, of course, you know, it can all be taken like that. You do the wrong thing. You say the wrong thing to the wrong person, anything like that. You're just, you're just a puppet on some strings and all it takes is a couple of snips and you're fucking gone. And that's how fast it can be taken away. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not fun. That's not a life worth living, just living on the edge. So what what you really need is a, is a healthy medium. You need to be famous, but not so famous. 
you know, where people, where everybody's eyes are on you, but you got to be kind of in that middle range where you're famous enough that people, you're reaching a good group of people, but not all the people. So maybe one day, who knows for now, we'll just stick with what we're doing. And if fame never comes, Hey, I'm good with living the way I am. And the biggest lesson I learned from, from Dalia when it comes to fame, like, as far as like all of this, you know it. No dance, baby. And if you live that no dance life, hey, you might live comfortably. Let's see what else. So yeah, hey, real quick, cheers to Dalia. I hope you, I hope you come back strong. I hope things work out. And I'll be the first one to purchase that fucking Patreon. Let's see here. Where are we at on time? We got plenty of time. Perfect. Because I, I wanted to talk about this. I've actually been wanting to talk about this for a little while. Speaking of, you know, just life. And I spoke about death a little bit. Let's talk about life. Because I don't know about you guys. But oh so often... Do I just like, I don't, let me just ask you as a listener, do you ever just come to this like realization that, holy shit, like I'm a living thing. Like everything that's happening, like everything that happens around me is real. It's such a trip when you really like stop and think about it. You know, we see... We see shows and we see, you know, all this stuff. It's false reality. Those are real people, but like everything that's happening in that like world is not real. And then you just stop <coughs> and think for a second and just come to this realization like holy shit. Like this is real. Like everything is real. I can pick up this can like, this is a real object. And, like, everything I say, it comes from in here. You know what I mean? It's like, I I don't have to say these, I don't have to say words. I don't have to say anything. I don't have to do anything. But I, you know, it's like, I have the ability to do this. Like, I can just do that. And it's like, I don't know. It just it just blows my mind, honestly. Like it's it's impossible for me to like explain. But when you think about like this isn't a game. This isn't a show. This is real. Like everything we do is real. And it's like then you come back to the death topic and it's like that's all going to go away one day. Like, one day, this won't be real. Like, whatever's beyond this life, whether that's nothing, or whether that's, you know, an afterlife, which I believe in, this won't exist to us anymore. All this, all of this around us, all of who we are, all of this, like, material, won't exist. And it's real now. Like, we experience this now. And it's like, I go back to those things where it's like, 
it's so amazing to to live in the time that we do and just to be able to experience everything that's happening like you know how amazing is it that i've lived in a time when podcasting is a popular thing how amazing is it that i live in a time where you know i can enjoy the shows i enjoy and enjoy the sporting events that i enjoy and the people that's like coincidence and all that shit where it's like yeah i was born at the same time as this person and i feel like i was meant to meet this person and grow up with this person and be friends with this person or marry this person or whatever but if you were born just a little bit separately or a little bit further away or anything if any circumstance didn't happen it'd be a different story you'd be living a different life Every little thing you do, whether that's, if you know, if you leave your house at a certain time, that could be the difference in life and death. Let's say you go out on the road and there was a, a wreck right there, but for some reason, like two, two minutes before that, you decided not to leave and you might've ended up in that wreck. Or... You know, I made the decision to go to this school. Well, hey, if I hadn't, or I guess I didn't decide, but like the decision was made for me to go to this school. If I hadn't gone to the school, I wouldn't have met the people I, I grew up with and, and love and know. If I didn't grow up in this town, or if the people who I know didn't do the things they did to come into my life. Coincidence and circumstance and all that shit just blows my mind, dude. I could sit here and just talk about it all day. And I just wonder if any of you guys just like sit back and really just think about it like I do. I don't do it a lot because when I do, I fucking trip out. It's just, it just blows my mind every time I, I think about it. And that's why I shouldn't do drugs because if I do, I'm going to see some shit I don't want to see. I'm sure there are people who don't even think about it. There's people who just... You know what I mean? There's people who, who just, this is what it is and it is why it is. It is because, you know, they don't think about it. They don't like absorb and like really grasp like how huge this is. That we are real existing things. It's just, it's insane. I can't go on about this. I'll, I'll blow my, like my head will just start spinning. It's insane. But yeah, so that's... And, and and ultimately, here's the main thing, okay? Here's the main point I wanted to make about all that. This is reality. We have the ability to do and say and be the people we are. So why not choose to be good? Why not choose to say positive things and be a positive person and live your life just to the the best you can this is reality we only get one of these shots why waste it being a fucking asshole or being a or being a loser or being a, a you know a low life why waste this this opportunity and this this one reality that we get to exist in i personally have made it my goal and my objective to project 
positivity into the world and be a good person and do good by people. I'm not going to, you know, I know I'm going to fuck up. I know there's going to be, you know, there's going to be days I'm, I'm an asshole. I know there's going to be days that I, you know, am a jerk to somebody. But that's not what I want. And I will strive day after day to not be that person. And it's okay. We're human. We're, we can, we can make mistakes. As long as you, you know, you're, you're not making that your life. You gotta be positive and do good things. Be a good person. That's what people are gonna remember you for. Nobody remembers a jerk. Nobody remembers an asshole. And if they do, they remember you because you were an asshole. Who wants to be remembered as that? I I don't. I want to be remembered as a good person and somebody who who people truly miss. And are like, that was a good guy. That's who I want to be. Life's too short to be a, a dick, you know? Be a good person. Yeah. And you know what else? Here's another thing. Make sure you laugh every day. Laughter is the ultimate form of, of just positivity. And... That's why I try and listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, honestly, because they make me laugh. They make me like joyful through the day, even though, you know, most of the time I'm listening to them, I'm working and working sucks. It's easy to get pissed off at work, but if I'm listening to those podcasts, you know, my day is better because I'm, I'm listening to, to happy stuff and to funny stuff. And that makes me happy. That makes me a positive person. And don't just laugh every day, but try and make somebody else laugh. Be a positive, positive person in this world because there's too many assholes and we don't need that. Nobody wants to, you know, be remembered as that. So that's my, my snippet for you today. You know, realize that what we have here is real and it makes real impact on people. The things you do and say make real impact so why not make a positive impact? Let's push for that. So, that's where I'm at. Um, let's see. I, we're 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 getting toward the end here. I want to end on a on a story or something funny. And I was thinking about how about if I tell you some of my weird habits <laughs> that I have? Because there's plenty of them. I don't know about plenty, but there, there's a good amount, okay? So I'm going to tell you some of my weird habits that might be fun for you to uh, to hear. First off, a weird habit I have is... I, uh, okay, I don't really have this anymore. I, I somewhat do, but not really. And some of you might... This, this is actually a pretty common one. I used to eat all my food in order... And I was definitely one of those people who did not want their food touching. I'm not like that anymore. I've definitely like gotten over that. In fact, in a lot of cases, I like my food to touch just to like add different flavors and shit. But I've I somewhat still, but used to definitely be like someone who like like let's just take an example Thanksgiving. 
I would eat all my food in a certain order, and I would order it in my head from what I wanted the least to what I wanted the most, which doesn't make sense because <coughs> by the time I got to the thing I wanted the most, it would be cold. So I would eat like, you know, my green beans, then my corn, then my, you know, or it'd probably be stuffing. For, well, I used to not like stuffing, but in, in order to be stuffing, green beans, you know, whatever, corn, deviled eggs, mashed potatoes, then the turkey. Because the turkey was my favorite. So I saved that for last. And I always had it in my head. Like I'm going to do this in order. And like. It was. It's just. That was my weird habit. And I still somewhat do that in some cases. And I got to catch myself and be like. You know I've eaten like almost all my potatoes. Let me eat some of you know this. And then I can eat, enjoy the potatoes also. And let me enjoy like my main dish while it's hot. So that was one of my weird habits I had. I had a couple of them written down here. Let me see. Uh, nope, not that. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. So here's a weird habit that I, I had and still kind of have. So I don't like giving out my name when I go places. Like, if you know, if somebody asks... And what's the name on that? I never say Dakota. Mostly, and here's why. Well, what I end up doing is I'll either say Craig, my name is Craig, or my name is Hank, because of King of the Hill. And so, and here's the reason why. So many times growing up, when I tell people my name, they wouldn't like hear it correctly because it's, it's like a little bit obscure. It's not like John. So if I say, oh, my name's Dakota, I would often hear, oh, what was that? Or or, or they mispronounce it or something, and I'd have to repeat myself. And I always hated, hated having to repeat my name. So I would, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give a different name, and I still do to this day because of that. And, like, I remember specifically one time being at Golden Corral and this fucking clown they like they had these clowns walking around like making balloon animals for the kids and shit cuz it was like kid night or something like that and i remember this i wanted a sword i wanted a, a balloon sword and this clown asked me my name and i was like it's Dakota and he goes and like he made me kneel and he knighted me with this balloon sword and he said sir knight cody and I'm like, Cody? I said Dakota. Like, that doesn't even sound like Cody. Like, it kind of does, okay? I've gotten a lot of that. A lot of Cody's. People think of my name's Cody. I even had some guy at Taco Bell one time say, how do you, how do you spell that? I'm like, bro, there's two states named that. So, I always hated telling people my name. When it came, like, if it's somebody who I'm like meeting for the first time, I'll tell them that. But if it's like, you know, if I have to give a name to somebody who has to call out my name, I never say my name. It's always Craig. It's usually Craig or Hank. So, yeah, that's one thing that I do. And the ultimate weird habit I have is I 
never don't wear socks. Never. The only time I don't wear socks is if I'm showering, changing socks, or like in a pool. If I'm if I'm in water, I won't wear socks. But that's just dumb. The only time you'll ever see me without socks is if you just so happen to be in the shower with me. Or if if I am in the pool and you happen to be at the pool with me. That's the only time you're going to see my feet. Because I... And here... Okay, here's the thing. It's not because I don't like my feet and I don't like the way my feet look. My feet look fine. It has everything to do with like... Because I think I've worn them like that for so long. Like I've just become so accustomed. Yes, and yes. I do sleep with my socks on. And I have... Never had sex without my socks on. Ever. Uh, well, unless it was in the shower. It's the only time. Every other time. I'll be buck ass naked, but I'll be wearing my socks and I'll have those fuckers hiked up to my knees if they're that tall. <laughs> so, like I said though, it's not, it has nothing to do with like my feet and I'm not like weirded out by feet. It's that I've done that for so long at this point now that I just can't not do it. It's like my feet don't know what the feeling of other things are. I only know, you know what I mean? Like the sensation of my feet on other objects besides my socks feels weird. I do not like the feeling of carpet on my feet. I don't like the feeling of cold on my feet. And I definitely don't like the feeling of my feet on my feet. Like if I'm in bed without socks on and my feet are rubbing up against each other. Hate it. So uh, that's my ultimate weird habit is that I, I never not wear socks. Like I always am having socks on. Always. So yeah, that's the ultimate one. And then if you ever see me, this is my nervous habit is I do this. And you might even notice it when I'm sitting there on the uh, guest podcast. You might catch me doing this with my hands. It's just, I don't even notice it. It's just like my, my nervous habit or like my, you know, if I'm focused on something and I'm like really trying to concentrate, that's my, my nervous habit that I do. So yeah, those are a couple of my uh, weird habits for you to close out the show, make it a little fun. But anyway, thank you all for watching. As always, I do appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys make sure to like and share and subscribe. Get other people following. And uh, hey, have a happy St. Patrick's Day, guys. Have a great time. And like again, be safe. Don't drink and drive. Um, yeah, cheers to all of you. And have a, have a great day. Be good to yourselves. And don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it.